0: What are some of the the great victories you've had, you know, here at Jackson and McNichol for the folks who have been able to tough it out? Oh, every year we have some people
1: who finally get to the point that the VA recognizes their claim, rates their claim properly, and pays them. And, you know, every year we have people that get between $400,000 and $600,000 in back benefits because they stuck with it. No matter how many times the VA tried to push them away, them down, they just stuck with it, they stayed with us, we got to the end of the road and got their benefits. You know, our job is to get justice for veterans, and we're good at that, but unfortunately, it's not a quick and easy road. I sometimes cynically suspect that the VA recognizes that by going so slowly on some of these claims, some people get disgusted and just go away. I don't know if that's really consciously factored in anywhere, but. Regardless of whether it is, I can tell you that after doing this for the last 30 years, it's very obvious to me that the delays that are built into this system are the biggest advantage that the VA has in defeating claims, because people just have such a hard time sticking with it as it drags on and on.
2: Welcome to the Victory Over VA podcast. A podcast about empowering veterans to overcome denied disability claims. Each week, we deliver critical insights to help you understand the disability process, veterans benefits, and how to take control of your legal rights. Now here's your host, Tony Francis Jackson.
1: Hello. Welcome to our podcast, Victory Over VA. Today, we're focusing on commandment number nine, the need for patience and persistence in VA cases. So I'm Francis Jackson. I practice VA law. This is Christian Terrison sitting with me today, who also works with us. And this is a podcast for veterans, for those who are families of veterans, for those who are concerned about veterans. And it's all about how to best go about getting the disability compensation that a
0: veteran deserves from the VA. So with that, let's launch. All right. Patience and persistence. They're two sides of the same coin, really, when it comes to VA disability. But can you, I guess, share a little bit about why patience and persistence are are so important uh, when it comes to, you know, the the journey of a disability claim. I can. So
1: the VA system works. It starts by having a veteran make a claim for a particular benefit, whether it's a disability benefit for an injury to a knee or it's a disability benefit for depression. It doesn't matter what the condition is. Uh, all the claims start the same way you have to file a form, um, a specific form that the VA has on its website or that you can get from a local VA office. You have to either do it online or mail it into the VA or take it into the VA, but you have to use their form, you have to get it to the VA. That's what starts the claim. Now the reason you need patience and persistence is that once you file the claim, it will be four to six months typically before you get the result. Often longer, but most of them fall within the four to six months for the initial determination. Along the way, you are likely to get a letter from the VA asking for more information. You may be asked to go to a medical examination, what the VA calls a compensation pension exam. And there may be other issues with the VA, that uh, but they will eventually get to an initial determination on your claim. And I want to stress that it's an initial determination because so many veterans get a decision from the VA and they say, oh, well, the VA turned me down, I must not be eligible, and they go away. That's not how the system works. Think of the initial determination as a screening tool for the VA. What happens in the initial determination is that the VA favorably resolves the easy claims, the ones where all the information is readily available, they can get all the medical determinations that they need, all the service records are where they're supposed to be and can be gotten. That's an easy case for them. They make a determination. The problem is that most VA claims aren't easy determinations and so lots of folks get turned down initially. And at that point you have to be both patient and persistent because number one, you have to follow up the claim and you can do that in several different ways now. You can go for a higher level determination, you can file a supplemental claim, You can file an appeal to the Board of Veterans' Appeals. But all of those things take time. So patience is critically important. I'm saddened when I see cases where the veteran made a claim, the VA turned him down, and in some cases, the veteran was careful enough to actually file an appeal. But then he got disgusted with how long it was taking, dropped his claim years go by, condition gets worse, He goes back to the VA, reapplies. He's now lost two years worth of benefits because he just didn't have the patience to stick with it. And I can't tell you how critically important that is because this system moves very slowly. You know, some claims get resolved in that initial four to six month period. Other cases drag on so that by the time all the claims get adjudicated, and all the claims get rated, and the legally permissible maximum benefit is being paid, it takes 10 years. It's a very slow-moving system, and each piece takes time. So patience is required. But more than that, persistence is required. Go back to the example I gave you just as we were talking a minute ago. If you let your claim drop, all of the potential back benefits go away. If you stick with that claim and you just keep pursuing the appeal process, almost all the cases we can eventually win. We, we win roughly 95% of all the cases where the veteran will have the patience and the persistence to stick with us to the end. it's slow, it's painful, but we can get there. But for other folks, if they just can't bring themselves to be persistent, to grit their teeth when the VA turns them down again and keep going, then they lose out. I've seen people walk away in cases where I know I would get them $100,000 if they would just stay with it, but they they can't bring themselves Mm to. So patience and persistence are the keys to VA disability.
0: Well said. And I know you mentioned a couple of negative examples, folks who who gave up, you know, partway through the process. But I guess on the the flip side, what are some of the, the great victories you've had, you know, here at Jackson and McNichol, for the folks who have been able to tough it out? Oh, every year we have
1: some people who finally get to the point that the VA recognizes their claim, rates their claim properly, and pays them. And, you know, every year we have people that get between four hundred and six hundred thousand dollars and $600,000 in back benefits because they stuck with it, uh, no matter how many times the VA tried to push them away turn them down, they just stuck with it, they stayed with us, we got to the end of the road and got their benefits. You know, our job is to get justice for veterans, and we're good at that. But unfortunately, it's not a quick and easy road. I sometimes cynically suspect that the VA recognizes that by going so slowly on some of these claims, some people get disgusted and just go away. I don't know if that's really consciously factored in anywhere, but regardless of whether it is, I can tell you that after doing this for the last 30 years, it's very obvious to me that the delays that are built into this system are the biggest advantage that the VA has in defeating claims, because people just have such a hard time sticking with it as it drags on and on, and we work hard to find every way there is to expedite claims, but unfortunately the VA has a huge number of claims, a relatively limited number of staff working on those claims, even more limited numbers of doctors who are available to do exams, judges who are available to hear cases at the hearing level, and you know, it's like pouring water into a a funnel, you know, it has to go through this tiny hole at the end of the funnel, and That's the way it works with VA. You're putting all these cases in and ultimately they only decide the ones that stick long enough
0: to get to the end of the funnel. So it's really important to stick with it. Mm. Now, I don't know if you have any tips or strategies, recommendations for veterans or their family members who are, you know, going through this lengthy process, how they can, you know, keep the faith and maintain that patience and persistence throughout the process?
1: Well, that's hard, but you know, you can look at ways that people can manage. Uh, A lot of folks rely on support from family and friends. Other people rely on support from uh, a network of other veterans, yet other folks uh, rely on mental health services in in cases where they have mental health issues. Um, Lots of times Counselors or therapists can help them deal with the anxiety that is provoked and prolonged by these claims that don't seem to get granted right off. You know, one of the things that we always explain to our clients is, look, this is going to take a while. You've already been turned down. That means you're not one of those folks that's going to get a quick resolution. We're going to have to work our way through the maze here. We can do that. And what you need to do is let us worry about moving the case forward. Just put that out of your mind. We'll let you know when there's something that needs to be done. We'll file the stuff that needs to be filed. And let us worry about it. And you concentrate on
0: living the best life you can at at this point in time, day to day. And so you had, I guess, alluded to some of the, the common wait times in the VA system, but talk us through the the timeline of a, of a case progression um, and you know the, sure. the weights and things like that. Sure. Well <laughs>
1: a lot of weights. So the way a claim works, you you file the claim, you get an initial determination from the VA. At that point, if you're unhappy with that decision, you get turned down for service connection or get a 0% rating or a 10% rating on something that you think should be rated much more highly, then you have a series of choices to make. You can file a higher-level review. You can file a supplemental claim. You can file an appeal to the board. If you appeal to the board, you can go the direct review lane, you can go the evidence lane, or you can go the hearing lane. So those are all the possible choices. And like pretty much everything else in the law, it depends on what you should do. It depends on your particular facts. But say, for example, that you're a veteran that thinks your claim is absolutely obvious, no reason the VA should have turned you down, and you want to go the quickest possible way. Well, the quickest possible way is higher-level review. The problem is that higher-level review just circles you right back to the same office that already turned you down. It doesn't offer any new evidence. You can submit an argument. You can complain that they didn't do it right and explain why. But essentially, you're going back to the same people on the same evidence. Not surprisingly, you usually get the same result, about 90% of the time, in fact. Alternatively, you can file a supplemental claim. Now, supplemental claims have some greater benefits. What is the difference between higher level review and a supplemental claim is that with a supplemental claim you can submit evidence. So say for example the VA turns you down and they turned you down because they said you don't have a diagnosis of PTSD or depression or whatever it is. You can go back on a supplemental claim and submit a report from your psychologist or your psychiatrist that says Mr. Jones is diagnosed with PTSD or depression or whatever it is, and so you've now addressed the issue that was the basis for the VA's initial determination, denying a claim. Unfortunately, at the regional office, the folks who decide the claims, the adjudication staff, are pretty narrowly constrained by the regulations. They pretty much have to have the round peg to go in the round hole and the square peg to go in the square hole, and if there's anything kind of out of the ordinary or sort of off-kilter in your claim, Mm. uh, odds are they won't be able to grant it. So what happens if you apply for higher-level review or you file a supplemental claim and those get denied is you now have closed your options down to the point that you can't reapply for higher-level review. You've done that once, that's it. You can file yet another supplemental claim, or you can appeal to the Board of Veterans' Appeals. In most cases, if the case was complicated enough and difficult enough to get to us, then it's likely going to take going to the Board of Veterans' Appeals to sort it out. The difference between an evaluation of a claim at the regional office and at the board is, well, there are multiple factors, but probably the biggest thing that I emphasize to my clients is, number one, you get to talk face-to-face with a judge at the board. You get to tell them what's going on. It's not a question of them reading some piece of paper. Second, the judges at the board are legally trained. Every judge at the board is a lawyer, has been through three years of law school. Most of them have significant experience in the VA in addition to having been to law school. So they understand these claims much better than the folks at the regional office. You know, the folks at the regional office tend not to be as well-educated and usually not as well-trained, although There are some exceptionally good people at some of the regional offices. Don't misunderstand that, but by and large and on the whole, the judges are just smart, well-trained people that are in a better position to analyze your case. So if you go to higher level review or you go to supplemental claim and get turned down, what you've done is simply add the time it took for those claims to the time it's going to take you to get to the board. And getting a hearing at the board now or a decision at the board can take three, four years just because they have such a backlog of cases, especially with the recently enacted PACT Act, which made lots more people eligible for benefits, so lots more folks who need the time of the regional office to look at their claim, decide their claim, process their claim. So it's just, you know, it's trying to push a lot of cases through a small set of resources, and just makes it difficult to go slowly, and people get very
0: frustrated with that. So in this lengthy process, what's, you know, for a, a veteran who has legal counsel, what's the attorney's uh, role? How can they help with patience and persistence in the process?
1: I'm not sure that we can help with patience and persistence, but really the the role of the attorney is to do a couple of things. Number one, to make sure that we have all the information to make the claim go as smoothly as possible with the VA. Number two, to make sure that every document that needs to be filed for each level of appeal gets filed on time. And number three, to make sure that the claim moves forward as rapidly as the regulations allow. Now, I stress that because there are some opportunities sometimes to expedite a claim. The Board of Veterans Appeals will expedite claims for veterans who are over 75 years old, and we have a number of veterans we represent who are over 75. They will expedite a claim if veteran is facing an eviction or foreclosure. They will expedite a claim if the veteran is terminally ill, sadly, and they will expedite a claim if you can show that there is serious financial hardship. Usually that means proof that you had to file bankruptcy, but those various sets of circumstances allow the board to move the claim ahead and put it in, if you will, the fast lane. I hesitate to describe it that way because nothing's very fast at the board, but it's faster. We can put it that way. So that's the focus for the attorney. In addition to that, you know, we're not counselors or therapists, but our folks, I think, can provide a certain level of reassurance that the claim is in good hands, it's moving forward as, as rapidly as the system allows, and allow folks to fret about it day to day a little less and kind of be more focused on getting along with their lives.
0: Mm. Yeah, and I guess I would even say that having you know an attorney representing you, you can almost outsource some of the persistence because as long as you, you know you have the explanation of your legal counsel, what's happening, what stage you're at, making sure all the paperwork is filed as needed you know we're the ones who are watching the deadlines keeping our eyes you know on the mailbox to see what notices are popping up things like that but yes patients you know our poor veterans are always going to be on the hook for for patients in in this system sadly true. yeah well we're coming to the end of the episode i didn't know if you had any last insights on patience and persistence? Anything you wanted to share with our audience?
1: I don't have anything magical to add, but I just want to say to every veteran who has a claim pending that those two qualities are the key. Patience and persistence. You need them both. You need them all the way through your claim, but if you can be patient and persistent, we can get you justice. Uh, As I may have mentioned earlier, we win about 95% of all the claims that we handle for the folks who are able to stick with us to the end. If folks get frustrated and start thinking, oh, there must be something wrong with my attorney because it's taking so long and go away, then obviously we don't get to the end for them. And sadly, we've had a number of veterans over the years who have come to that conclusion, somehow it's got to be something wrong with my attorney because it's taking so long, only to come back to us months later and say, gee, you know, I went somewhere else, and they said it would still be this long or longer. You know, I know everybody wants these claims decided yesterday, but the system just won't work that way. You have to be patient. You have to be persistent.
0: All right. Well, thank you for that, and uh, thank you for tuning in. This has been Victory Over the VA. Join us next week. We'll be back again with more helpful information for our veterans.
2: Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining us this week on the Victory Over VA podcast. Make sure to visit our website, veteransbenefits.com slash podcast, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show while you're at it. If you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. If you like this show, you might want to check out our free consultation to see how we can help you with your denied claim. Simply go to veteransbenefits.com and fill out the form. You fought for us. Now let us fight for you. And be sure to tune in next week for our next episode.